2: Oi oi Savaloys, welcome to a new episode of the Football Ramble, it's Monday the 22nd of June, I'm Marcus Speller, I'm Pete Donaldson, <laughs> and I'm Vidushina hunter Roger. Oh. Can I? <laughs> oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. What a magnificent Monday morning we have. I'm in the presence of Pete and Shan or Vish to your friends.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. Vish is Vish is grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feeling a little bit like Scrappy Doo here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very <laughs> much looking like, forward to it. Why do you feel like Scrappy Doo? Because he came in and ruined everything, didn't he? <laughs>
1: But no, well, I'm, glad, I'm very glad to be here. We're, we're very
3: glad to have you. I,
2: you're, I, like a,
1: you're like a CGI alien we added in post. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
2: I, uh, yeah, Scrappy-Doo, a, a blast from the past there. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm way too young to know Scrappy-Doo. Really, you? Yeah,
2: on I was going to say, uh, you've really thrown me there with, with old Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Don't, more like Peter these days uh, why? because it wasn't very good cartoon. No, it wasn't very cartoon it really wasn't is he cancelled
3: as well? he's not cancelled as well is he? <laughs> I've,
1: I've
2: he? no idea
1: he got Look, up to some things in that castle God, God. taking it off BBC <laughs> <I> Eiffel <flipped. laughs> Christ
2: oh Scooby we, we, how little we knew thee yeah. you old dog
1: uh, that's what Charlie our producer's doing just editing a lot of the back catalogue of the ramble
2: <laughs> getting it back up there <laughs> 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 oh, we'll be out in Qatar with the boys soon, won't yeah, we? Yeah. Well, keys in grey, my giddy arms. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had a fabulous weekend of Premier League action.
1: I mean, look, it's great. In it? it's look, it's we've got the biggest we've got the biggest COVID death rate in Europe, <laughs> yeah. and yet we're talking about that for. We've managed to bring the Premier League back. I don't yeah. know how we managed to do it. Well, popular it's the demand.
2: Most, Popular demand, Peter. Yeah. That's why it's the will it's, of the people, isn't it? It's the, it's well, the will it's of the people, it's, it's
1: the, a middle finger to common sense, it's, <laughs> it's everything. It
2: is the populist will of the people, which <laughs> seems to be prevalent in certain places. Yeah. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it was a great weekend of Premier League action. Are, uh, are you a Vish? Are you a crowd noise on or crowd noise
3: off type of guy? I'm a crowd noise off, type yeah. Of, I am actually. as well. I quite quite like the kind of a cappella football that we've <laughs> <Yeah>. been <laughs> privy to. Um, and also, I found out that, um, I I don't know how to turn the volume, turn the crowd noise off. So it was quite annoying on my, on my Sunday when I sat there to all this football. And mm. I thought that because of the delay in broadcast for live, I thought the mm. person controlling the sound was there at the ground. So therefore yeah. would kind of get a jump start on, on yeah. getting it through yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. But not at all, because all the noises
1: that I heard yesterday, certainly, were all on delay. Oh, there was a wonderful moment. I think it might have been the Everton match and a post may have been struck. And, and it just went, Oh! Yeah, Ooh, like yeah. <laughs> there was no mix at yeah. all. He just went key one, key yeah. two,
3: back to key one again. Yeah. There was a there was a chance in the Newcastle match um, where they'd already pressed the goal celebration yes. <laughs> and then they had to cut it yeah, 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 straight yeah, yeah.
1: away. Is that it what
2: was... distracted your <laughs> Yeah, <I think laughs> well yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Pete, I know you're out the DJ game at the moment yeah. but would you fancy being a stadium DJ oh, with the noises? I,
1: I love to have a look at a big bank of faders <laughs> just fading up and down. Don't touch that racism fader. A <laughs> lot of that in the Premier League last season, but wasn't you, there?
2: A friend of mine lives near uh, Loftus Road with QPR, obviously that's their home ground and he said they were testing out the sound noises at the stadium mm. and he he said, I got a bit suspicious when, from Loftus Road, they obviously, maybe they don't have enough noise from the home fans because right. all he heard was, <laughs> <laughs> you're taking it from Wembley. I like that. <laughs> you know. Got a lot of time for that. Well, if they're going to take stuff from Wembley, then a fake uh, Mexican
3: wave. If they could get
2: that yeah. going oh, with oh, the car kyle
1: What is the sound of a Mexican wave? Uh, boredom. People going, oh, there's no, nothing, happening nothing happening on the pitch, and right. then someone
3: booing way. when part of the crowd doesn't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah.
2: right. That's right. That's I like right. it. Well, we, we, gentlemen, where else to start? I mean, there
3: was a lot of good
2: stuff actually it was. In, in in the Premier League. It was a good start, but we... <laughs> it doesn't happen often. <laughs> Newcastle United, baby. Yeah. Three 0 Pete Donaldson.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was... Uh, Stevie Bruce. Well, watching Joe Linton uh, doing what he did in the first half with his, his chance yes, uh, m- made me think. Come on. I d- how many days was it? did 35 hours of Premier League football uh-huh. without Straight him to the negativity. scoring a goal. Yeah, He makes me so angry. It, 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 he scored in a 3-0 win. Yeah, and then he did that celebration, like he uh, put the ball under his belly and sucked yeah. his thumb. He's clearly having a baby soon. So I, I, I hate to say that bedroom all over the place who will make one of that. The front yard, DFS, smashed up beds left, right and centre. You haven't seen... That your... man is not an on-target striker.
2: You haven't seen your team play for goodness knows how long. Mm. They win 3-0, which is rarer than two holes in one. <laughs> and you start talking about... When, it, when you start talking like that about a man like <laughs> Joel...
3: but in... <laughs> saying off his house as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're an absolute... I mean, Vish, are you are you particularly impressed with Newcastle? Because you know, that's back-to-back wins of the
3: Premier League. <laughs> Yeah, they were, they were very impressive, weren't they?
0: Especially I love that stat.
1: <laughs> uh, Is it like valid? Bruce, Bruce actually said at the end, he said, 106 days ago, we beat West Brom and Southampton. We've changed the system, and I think that's what pleases me most. Yeah, that system you changed was, you played a championship team, and then a team with only 10 players. Like, that's how you win a football match, as Newcastle manager. Unbeaten yeah. in three months. <laughs> yeah. I know it's absolutely ridiculous. I
2: mean, I mean, Vish, we'll get to your. Uh, t- I'm, we're going to out you straight away as a Manchester United fan, but well, that's fine. Mm. Um, and you can refer to them as United on this podcast, which will annoy <laughs> Pete, um, and that will get well, but, Chef
1: United but, as well. So, <laughs> it's rude. Yeah. Put,
2: put them to the sword, though, yeah. didn't you? Um, if 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 your team won three nil, um, would you be as angry as Pete?
3: <laughs> oh, you know what? Do you know what? I am um, one of those Manchester United fans who's, who's been pretty down recently. I think I would be actually. Would you? Yes. I, I think I'd be. I, I think I'd be one of those you see piping up about oh, just papering over the cracks, even <laughs> if they're, yeah, while they're on this like 15-game unbeaten run. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just more paper over those cracks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: well uh Well, Joelinton did score his first goal at Saint James's Park. His first league goal since August last year, of course. Um, uh, Sunderland fan and our fellow Rambler Jonathan Wilson tweeted in reference to John Egan's red card is there anything more pointless than being sent off for preventing Joel Lindon getting a run on goal <laughs> <laughs>
1: well Jonathan he scored the third yeah, well, you get him in that six-yard box; he's found his range, hasn't he? <laughs> he
2: has, yeah. <laughs> you must be pleased for him, though,
1: Peter. I, no, it, 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 I thought I, thought I, I kind of felt a little bit sorry for Sheffield United because they were forced into a a, a, a back four that they clearly weren't used to. So they were yeah. just confused. You know, um, um, I, I love ASM, I call him ASMR, uh, with, with a passion. He, he just makes me, he makes my heart sing uh, and just to see him put the ball in the back of the net was was wonderful A great uh, great goal from Matt Ritchie as well it was a nice strike t- t- I mean the keeper has to be <laughs> I mean the keeper has to be I actually thought um Henderson should have
3: done better for for ASM's goal and for Ritchie's goal I think he gave him too much of a sight of that mm. near, to be fair Ritchie hit it really well say Maximum hit it pretty hard mm-hmm. but then I suppose we're talking about Premier League keepers here Yeah, and so when we think you're your
1: keepers as well well exactly yeah <laughs> yeah. We're it's a bad, bad, a bad weekend for Manchester United <laughs> keepers
3: yeah but you know it's you kind of it feels weird to say oh he hit it pretty hard when you're talking well. about Premier League Goalkeeper, you know. So yeah. a, you, it's you it's it,
1: Apparently, there's a bidding war between uh, between Manchester United and Chelsea for uh, Henderson. I think that's been downgraded to a skirmish. <laughs> right. Is that right? well, very much. But
2: he's on loan from Manchester United. So they would not yeah. have to bid for him, though. Wouldn't no, they, they would not that, that's bid, no. the Ed Woodward thing. He always. <laughs> did, which him,
3: actually. Yeah. <laughs> imagine well, the that. If, chef noodles? Imagine <laughs> that when
2: when uh, you know a Sheffield United representative drops him off at Old Trafford because that's how it happens, and then Edward <laughs> comes out
3: with like forty million quid. Thanks very much. And they're like. Uh, Right. <laughs> just drive, just drive. Is, just, right? just drive. <laughs> I actually I, I I was actually quite heartened by Joel Linton's goal because I know I, know, oh, I was. Know, I know Steve Bruce is, has got some pelters, you know, about Joel Linton and how he's kind of it's not about scoring goals, even though strikers are about scoring goals. That's mm. why he spent that much money on a striker. But he he worked very hard yesterday. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I think the thing about him and um Almiron as well is they've kind of had this feel of two misfits mm. in in that front line, but they do a lot of good work. And Almiron is someone I've, I've admired just because he runs and runs mm. and runs. And you can tell there's something about him that would really endear him to fans yeah. if he was just able to tick up that extra notch of quality. Mm-hmm. And I think he started to do that you know, since getting that goal against,
1: God, it was it, it, it was it was like, it was like ten years ago, issue. wasn't it? he yeah.
3: has <laughs> got a few since then to be yeah. Me. Just, just say any been. team, and people will <laughs>
2: just go, "Oh yeah, probably was, wasn't it?" Yeah,
3: but like, but then seeing Joel Linton score, it feels like, you know, in this weird, weird project restart world, mm-hmm. this could be end up being quite a good finish for Newcastle. And you know, if this takeover does happen, and Steve Roos is ultimately probably going to lose his job because yeah. if you're going to spend that much money on players, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you spend? decent amount of money So you're a Bruce, a Bruce
2: out kind of guy as well I, I'm
3: not really but it kind of it, Really I, sussing you I, to, out to, yeah, me, <laughs> to, me, to me it makes sense if you're going to break the bank to bring in s- certain players yeah. you'd, you'd obviously do so for a manager wouldn't yeah. you? So, yeah.
1: but, but you sort of look at Joe, Joe, Linton, Joe Linton and he, he, he in the first half the, the, that, that shot that he made in the first you can sort of put that down to uh, a, a striker who's either low on confidence or just rusty as hell which mm-hmm. which we we saw a lot in the first week of the Bundesliga and, and I spoke about that when that happened a few weeks ago but like he did put himself about incredibly well he is a very physical frightening striker mm-hmm. but I would say that Sheffield United were, were at sixes and 7th because they weren't used mm-hmm. to, to to playing that system at the, at the back they should have been they should be plan, uh, planning for, for 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 something to go wrong and have a, and, and, and lose a player uh, in that situation, but I think um, he would probably do quite a good job with an, with another with with with, with another striker. They have tried, oh, they've tried, Muto, they've tried uh, Gale, They've tried, you know, I'd take Elias Sorensen at this point to be quite <laughs> frank, and uh, who's been knocking them in left front right, center for, for in, in the lower leagues. So I feel sorry for him because he he's been given the number nine shirt. He's not an out and out striker if he can just kind of camp out in the six yard box alright I'll take 40 million pounds for a Gary Lineker style um, yeah. fox in the box but but that's not that shouldn't be mm. his game um, we saw a player like Solomon Rondon uh, play last season and do everything well mm-hmm. uh, and this for 40 million is a pay limitation and, and, I, th- and I think uh, that Rafa Benitez was I'll bring him up again Rafa Benitez <laughs> was right when he said he's probably not worth even 16, 17 million yeah. in my opinion for that job for mm-hmm. that role I think
2: so. Yeah. Well, just before, but they won three 0 They won three <laughs> 0 Before we move on, you know, you say obviously Sheffield United uh, you know, going down to ten and blah blah blah. But when Bruce changes the system like that, very difficult to stop it, <laughs> as uh, as we saw um, in the Merseyside derby. it Ended nil mm. nil.
1: Mike Dean's beard. Yes, I said. I said that's what I was looking for mm-hmm. beards. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to the
2: beards. I'm enjoying, the, uh, uh, you know, very much putting in myself in this bracket, the more kind of shaggy-haired approach from mm. some people in the Premier League at the moment.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're holding up your end of the bargain Yes, no. absolutely.
2: But not with the beard, though. Vish,
1: yeah. are you... Are you, what you What's think your hair usually you like, Vish? Uh, it's a lot shorter.
3: My hair at the moment, I, I can't stand it, to be honest. I, I, I thought I'd go down the route of shaving it like everyone else in mm. lockdown, but yeah. I think I'm at the age now where I would need kind of written confirmation from the man, <laughs> man above that it would grow back. I'm <laughs> very kind of fearful of that. Um, I'm on a promise. <laughs> I'm on a promise. <laughs> In writing. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... <sighs> we all knew Dini was going to do something oh yeah we? you know a lot of people have got to use lockdown to better themselves mm-hmm. some of them haven't been able to do that we've all just kind of tried to get through this period mm. in the best way we can and mm. so no judgments. but I mean Dini knew what he was doing you know. <laughs> Is it, is he it absolutely new?
1: There's, there's
3: a Merseyside derby I'm eyes preparing for me. here all eyes on me <laughs> yeah. all eyes on me, <laughs>
1: eyes on me. Is, it, is it better than Andy Carroll's Red Dead Redemption side quest I mean that, that was, uh, that, was oh, yeah. Facial, yeah. that was the facial that was the facial hair of the weekend for me he looks yeah, like a man cool. selling whale oil in Red Dead Redemption yeah he
3: looks like an unlockable character Exactly. <laughs> 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 like, you know, you you, know, you get those packs midway through like, yeah. a game cycle where you've got to pay an extra 40 quid for it. I would pay an extra 40 quid for that. Yeah. Like. You're really
2: talking Pete Donaldson language <laughs> like, <isn't> here. <Yeah>. <laughs> I need half
3: of my lamp. <laughs> You need to go to the next
1: town, kill a man. What would, what would Andy Carroll call his horse? Because that was a big. Oh thing yeah, that was a big bed, thing, yeah. yeah, wasn't it? Uh, I, I mean, he's quite horseish himself, isn't he? Would he ride himself to the next town and? I think commit it, commit to crime. I, I think, don't know. I think in tribute, like to to a that. transformer, just transformed <laughs> into a horse. <laughs> Battlecat.
2: Yeah. In, in, in tribute to uh, his his old guardian Kevin Nolan, would he call it Kevin? Or
1: oh Ke- yes, yeah, yeah big, Kev, was, big Kev. He's he,
2: riding big Kevin into town. Now
1: he'd call his homestead. Uh, he'd call his home he his house Kevin wouldn't yeah. he because that's you used to live with him yeah, that's yeah. true his uh, housekeeper yeah fair enough
2: um, but anyway the match <laughs> yeah nil-nil not much happened A I Liverpool
3: think we've covered gonna, it are
1: Liverpool just going to limp over the line well, here right? I it's hope that kind of
3: I really might... I really really hope they do they I, I, the I really hope that <laughs> yeah United United of there. no no because, <laughs> because simply like they have done all the hard work yeah. to get to this point and I reckon if they wanted to they should they could have all come back five stone overweight through the but we're, we're definitely not going to lose this now we just really six know. points let's just let's just let's just do it as tediously
1: yeah. and, uh, with as much like fun string Man City as along let's see, let's yeah see. exactly yeah. they might let people in the stadium last game of the season so shall we just stretch it out yeah and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, their yeah. Plan? but they just can't seem to break teams down and that's yeah you know. I think what that was one of the starkest
3: examples of, of what we're going to see mm-hmm. as teams start taking to the field and I, and I suppose you know most teams have played apart from Burnley mm. um the first half are just absolutely dire I kind of Mm. I was at Watford Leicester on the weekend and that was that only kicked off in the last five minutes Mm. of, of added on time at the end of the game and I kind of like I wrote in my piece I likened it to um (laughs) <laughs> when you rock up to a party while people are setting up yeah. and it just feels a bit unedifying you feel like you sh- I shouldn't really shouldn't really be here for this I'll, I'll come back a bit later when it's when it's kind of started to get going because you're yeah, just yeah, standing yeah, yeah, yeah. around Vish you've
1: me. seen our timekeeping we have never <laughs> we have never turned to party for anything
3: mate yeah, yeah. so it's um. I, I thought it was in keeping with that and then yeah. you, you, didn't, know, we you saw... didn't leave before the end of the game with that one did no, you? no I had to write my report for the independent didn't I oh no, so. well, there you go where, where is your report sorry I couldn't I couldn't take any more I went to a a better party down the street. <laughs>
1: a head under a big yeah. t the
3: uh, But the you saw it at the end of that game, yeah. but it really kicked off at the end. Mm-hmm. And, and Everton nearly won it with that well, Tom Davies chance. I, I was th- so excited. Yeah, I, I, I think it
2: was... I mean, unless I, I missed something, but I think Joe Gomez just... With that 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 slide, I think his deflection took it onto the post. It's hard oh, to right, tell yeah. with the angles, but it, I mean, if, in, if if indeed that is the case, you know, amazing sort of last ditch piece of defending from him. Um, but you're right, Everton had a flurry of late chances, and actually, Everton will be pleased that they didn't lose the game because bear in mind it is Liverpool. But with with Ancelotti setting them up like that and the, the late flurry. I don't know, I think if you're an Everton fan, you walk away going, that was a, that was a missed mm. opportunity because of that, that late flurry of chances. Um, but of course, the way that it's panning out now is if, if Man City are playing Burnley tonight, they would you'd expect them to, to win it. You, you could mm. set up, you know, Liverpool playing Manchester City for the league title, which in these uh, lockdown days, that's something that we could look forward to, Peter.
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, obviously, um, <clears throat> Liverpool, what's their next match? Crystal Ballas? Yes. So I, I can't... I don't think Palace losing is a foregone conclusion in the slightest. I think they're quite a similar team to to Everton. I think they're, they're they're quite strong. There, I think they'll I think mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll they'll set up quite well at the back, and um, I, th- I think they'll find it very very hard to break them down. So, I think it might go to another week, guys. Well, I tell you something. The way
2: uh, the way Roy the Boy Hodgson's got them drilled. I mm. mean, if Manchester City, if the ban is, is happens with them in the Champions League place, then then uh, who would it be? Manchester United will be in the kind of Default fourth mm. position, if you like, uh, for um, Champions League. So what? Palace are what four
1: points off mm. Champions League spot potentially?
3: Daring come on, come on. <laughs>
1: there's, hey. your, there's your goal music. Now everyone's got goal music yeah, yeah, yeah. Did anybody? See, no one's talking about this, unless I've completely missed it. Mm-hmm. Yannick Balassi outside Everton in full cycling gear. Oh, I didn't see this outside what? outside Goodison Park on Saturday, full full lycra, sunnies. Mm. He looked amazing. Yeah. I've no idea why. Oh, right. He put it on his Twitter. I keep finding these little bubbles of Twitter uh-huh. that no one seems to be talking about. There has been a protracted in full Japanese uh, argument between uh, Newcastle's Yoshinori Muto and uh-huh. uh, Keisuke Honda. Is this the dark uh, web? Are
2: you <laughs> of, I'm dark on the web? dark
1: web with some <laughs> Japanese footballers. They're arguing about whether kids should do homework or not. No one's talking about it, guys. Oh! And it's down to you, Vish. You've got a job. <laughs> You've got a job for the independent. You need to be writing yeah. about the, 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 the inter-Japanese fight about whether kids should do homework or not between mm-hmm. two Japanese internationals and also Yannick Balassi outside Everton in full, uh, in full cycling gear. So what was... Kazuki Honda's argument is he pro or against Kazuki Honda homework? is against kids doing homework okay because should, I have no idea the Google translation is not great <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm I'm not quite across the tenor of their argument but I'm excited that you, an argument that this beef is happening
3: you know what we should do we should get the Google Translate and then we should play it out <laughs> yes.
1: reenact it on yes. this pod
2: That's did you know about this story did you just no, guess no, Honda no was, no. No, 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 well, well, was involved no oh, Pete mentioned I'm, Honda was involved
3: immediately my thought went to when he was shopping himself round for different clubs and saying you don't need to pay me I just want to pay for yeah. like <laughs> Manchester play United Manchester United yeah. it. that's
2: right of course he did I yeah. mean I,
3: I'm if, if anyone from Manchester United is listening I'm also up for that same thing. I'm day. sure
2: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, so, where were we? Yes, Everton, <laughs> Liverpool, Neil-Nil. You're thinking about Yannick Balassi in Lycra, aren't you, mate? Balassi didn't play. No. He wasn't in the squad, which... Well, he
1: turned up a day early, didn't
2: he? <laughs> in Lycra. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what... He, completely
1: a, the wrong thing to wear. <laughs>
2: burnt so many calories, it's yeah. like you knackered, mate. You've, got, you've, you've outdone yourself. Um, uh, before we go to a break, uh, <laughs> Brighton 2, Arsenal 1, Neil Morpé at the centre. Mm. My goodness, Vish, what an afternoon he had. He uh, he scored the winner, Burnt Leno. Burnt Leno having a right old go at him on the, on the as he's being taken in off on Agony.
1: He looked like he like he needed oxygen, but he's still gone. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean it was obviously sort of covered and talked about very well, but it's just one of those unfortunate things, wasn't it?
3: I think it's it's one of those things that strikers, or to be fair, players do to each other. They mm-hmm. give each other a bit of a nudge. You see it, the old keepers all the time, yeah. And by and large, they get away with it because they tumble the, to the floor mm-hmm. yep. and, they're, and they're basically okay, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of handbags. And that was, I think, that was both deliberate and unfortunate. if that's yes, what yeah. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? So. You know, he obviously nudges Leno just to put himself about and then Leno lands... Awkwardly and ends up doing his knee. Um, I don't actually know how long he's going to be out for, but it looked pretty serious. He did look though. very bad. Yeah,
1: they they, I, they kept on sort of saying we can't show you one camera angle because um, um, it looks quite nasty. I was like, well, well, I can't have to reserve my decision whether yeah. it was okay or not, whether it was violent. No, or, yeah, don't yeah. tell us that.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. like, yeah. Oh,
1: you, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you know we're
3: we're quite fair human beings nowadays. <laughs> we're immediately well, going look, on the internet to search for arms Yeah, I want to so. see, remember that, see e-
2: blood. Remember that Eduardo one where his foot nearly came off the end of his foot for Arsenal mm, for crying yeah. do You know. We Desensitized to this sort of stuff now. It's true, actually.
3: Yeah. yeah, the one thing about Mopey, like obviously he goes on to, to score the winner, and mm. I, I covered oh, their, what a goal it was. It was a brilliant mm. goal. I covered their game. The sorry, the <clears throat> the first fixture of this at the Emirates, mm. um, and Brighton were were brilliant, and they weren't mm. obviously weren't as good because of obvious reasons this time around. But one of the things that really struck me, especially with Neil Mopey, what he said at the end of the game mm. about how Arsenal needed humility and things yeah. like that. Was it was something that was highlighted on Twitter about how by I think it's Tim Stillman who's still Berto on Twitter, and he said he it was stark how when Lennon went down, no Arsenal player remonstrated with Mopey, mm. right, and then only at the end of the game did they really kind of kick off with him. Mm-hmm. and I was I kind of really thought about that, and you know when I went through Mopey's interview at the end as well, and I thought footballers. And sportsmen in general, they don't really slag off their opponents, even if it's an arch rival, because yeah. they know these words can come back to bite them. Yeah. But with Arsenal, there doesn't seem to be no. any jeopardy there in no. players speaking openly about how they think they're soft, <laughs> yep. how they think they're or a Or Troy Deeney is saying, Tro- Yeah, although Troy Deeney could say a lot and, and probably back it up on that <laughs> <Yeah>. part. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Neil Boelpate, Brighton are struggling, mm-hmm. and he still feels so comfortable yeah. to come out and say yeah. this to them. Mm-hmm. No fear of kind of any kind of recompense or anything like that, and I thought that is absolutely stark about where Arsenal are at the moment. Because when you, th- I don't even really think of the Invincibles. I think you know if you look to the teams after that, you would never say that about Arsenal because you'd be you'd be fearful of the next time you mm. came across them. Mm. And I thought it's kind of endemic of the way that Arsenal seem to be is they seem like a really fun place to play football mm. because you know you can play entertaining stuff, you're playing at a great ground, but also if you don't quite make it. You know what are you going to do? Yeah. And I think it's really telling that if you look, if you look at how Pierre Emerick Aubameyang has talked about moving on, and if you look at the way that oxlade Chamberlain and Aaron Ramsey mm-hmm. moved on, it really strikes me as players who think this is a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. like I kind of need to grow up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of losing my career a bit here. I need to move yeah. on. But
2: it, I, I don't know if it is as fun as it was now because I, I totally take your point. But you think about it. You know, recently they did get to a Europa League final. They were. Finishing sometimes fourth, you know, dropping down to fifth. Now you look at Arsenal and you think to yourself, they are probably seventh, eighth, maybe even like the ninth best team in mm. England. And you look at you—I've mentioned this it, before. you're fourth
1: at the moment. Yeah,
2: you look at you look at the shirt. And you think this should be a bit, but actually look at the players. It's not. It's not a bad squad, you know. For crying out loud, you know, eighth best team in the country. I all, Arsenal, 000, uh, you can leave
1: a three hundred fifty thousand player on the bench for true.
2: giggles. But how many of those players would get into to better sides? I mean, Aubameyang's obviously got quality. Lacazette, you know, decent. There's one or two others. Don't want to be too stupid about this and say, "Oh, they're rubbish." Blah, blah. But they are not. The Arsenal teams, even under Wenger, when they would win an FA Cup or, or finish fourth or fifth, th- that team, th- the team's gone. They're the eighth best. i would Saka, probably
1: say. Saka doesn't even want to put pen to paper. That's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, that I mean is. that's the thing you know, as well. They, yeah. they, they could
3: easily use a long player like him, but also, you know, what you're saying there, it doesn't look fun. Yeah, I think even the players mm. who thought it was a bit of a laugh of thinking, God, I don't know if this is worth the, worth the hassle. But, yeah. but, but,
1: but like, imagine. Remember when um, uh, Gravison left for Real Madrid and Arteta uh, kind of replaced him and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 became player of the season forever, Everton the Everton, play, Everton team yeah. loved him the Everton um, supporters mm-hmm. completely loved him man of the match every week he knows how industry and hard work can transform a side and he's looking out there and he's looking at these, these well, 10 11 players and just like what are you doing what are you doing why are you even there and,
2: so much needs to be
3: done well, Marcus on your point about you know you look at the shirt and you kind of think oh no no but it's Arsenal mm. I, I remember you know a few years ago having that same thought with AC Milan
2: yes another and, one
3: Yeah, and you kind of think mm. god they, they should be doing better and then you mm. look at their squad and you're like no they're probably about right yep. and <laughs> I think yeah you do really get that with Arsenal I, th- yeah. I, I think Arteta is absolutely the right man as, you know for the reasons that Pete's outlined mm-hmm. there to come in and, and change it but how do you how do you get rid of eleven players?
1: Yeah. Hey, you bring Joe Hart in on loan. No, <laughs> That's oh, what now you, do. you are talking. Joe Hart get, on him loan. <laughs> get him in. Get
2: him in. We've got to mention Brighton, though. Got yes. to mention Brighton. We do. I tell you what. I, do. Their stadium DJ, whatever we're calling them, I don't know. He had a lovely touch with the booing at the end. Oh, that was outstanding. <laughs> I, I missed I, this.
3: What happened? What happened? I, so I actually thought, you know, without the without the sound, there was a lot of really interesting talk. Uh, Dimitar Berbatov on. Can I plug the Independence Podcast on this or? have not? Do what you like. But on that, on that, he uh, he said that it'd be interesting because a lot of players who who do really well in training, mm-hmm. because there's no pressure of a crowd, they might find that their level steps up on the field as well. And I wondered actually because Arsenal fans are, are quite quick to jump on, you know, in the first. 20 minutes mm-hmm. they can they can be quite unruly understandably so given what they've had to sit through I wondered without fans maybe the Arsenal players would step it up <laughs> nah. and then the DJ yeah. in a moment of inspiration just throws out a load of booze full time <laughs> even though Brighton have won in the last minute and it's at their ground yeah
2: I know <laughs> it's amazing isn't it love it I absolutely love it big time yeah but great vital win for them obviously down there and this is the thing if you well we'll talk about the the sides down the bottom in the the second half but uh, you know a brilliant win and and that goal from Morpah I I think it was lost actually how good that goal was Mm. in the the melee afterwards so well done to them and to him Mm. let's have a quick break Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Petey, why don't you
1: give us a Betway 4 to score update? Oh, I haven't done this for years. <laughs> I haven't done this for youngs. Uh, yes, let's have a recap of Betway 4 to score. Every single week, you can pick the first goal scorer in Betway 4 selected matches and be in with the chance of winning a huge gargantuan jackpot. In a remarkable turn of events, although West Ham uh, versus Wolves wasn't one of the selected games, so we uh, didn't need to pick a goal scorer there. It was Ralph Jimenez who uh, opened the scoring can't get it done when it matters though around, <laughs> How which many is very times? annoying <laughs> next time next time perhaps uh, first game was uh, Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace on Saturday night Luke picked uh, Wilfried Zaha it was uh, Milivojevic Milivojevic so, yeah. lovely so, free yeah, kick beautiful um, Andy picked my beautiful Fabian uh, Shah yeah, in the second yeah. game even a fake Fabian Shah goal for me is uh, he, he will have driven through defence <laughs> taken on a couple of men lashed it top left mm. uh, it didn't happen but yeah. uh, uh, yeah yeah Newcastle versus Sheffield yeah that didn't actually happen because uh, ASMR uh, ASMR can you call it ASMR because he's so beautiful have you got Azimir Begovic on the mic <laughs> uh, no it's that like ASMR you know that thing no, where, no, I, where yeah. people stroke combs and you listen to it when you go to bed it gives you tingles oh, no, I know. I didn't know that actually yeah. and I'm quite proud not to know <laughs> it's that it's like a visceral <laughs> ASMR you have a visceral reaction okay. to it and it's all sensorial when Do you, you know see him t- pick <laughs> up a football it's like watching Hatton Ben-Alpha play it's like oh he makes my spine tingle what
2: I did there is I I wanted to to you to assume that I knew that because I didn't want to look stupid Then you explained it to me I thought no I'm
1: quite happy not knowing it <laughs> it's not a sex thing uh, Marcus oh. it absolutely went... is a sex <laughs> thing <laughs> I'm in Marcus um, Marcus you picked Mason Mount in uh, Villa versus Chelsea yep. on Saturday afternoon uh, Villa defender uh, Connie House of course scored his first Premier League goal of his career well done him and uh, unlucky Marcus and uh, last night Jules uh, picked more Salah to score as we said though it was goalless but that goal from the uh, Villa player, of course, meant that there were no winners this time around. Uh, Nobody went for that. Uh, so the £100,000 uh, uh, jackpot rolls over to this Friday. This mm. Friday is an FA Cup special. You cast United gunning for that semi-final berth, I tell you what. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll be back for another round on Friday. So uh-huh. look out for that. Mm. On a scale of 1 to 10, how annoyed will you be if Newcastle make it to the semi-final? It's, <laughs> I mean... What, co- what? Co- it would be so annoying if they got to the final yeah. Yeah. and I and I couldn't go. Do you know what? I'd be so. That would upset. be it,
3: wouldn't it? Because it, 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 you hate their success. Yeah. And that would be the thing.
2: F- <laughs> Indeed, there, you you would you would uh, be sort of reminiscent of Jonathan Wilson's father, who who apparently Jonathan said this on the podcast we did. I think it was when uh, the podcast with Mark Watson, the Blizzard, right? Uh, Scotland nil England two the other week, and he said when Sunderland won the FA Cup yeah. at Wembley and was it 1973 mm-hmm. something like that? Um, his father. His, his immediate sort of the joy immediately turned to upset, and just went it'll oh, never be as good as
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> I've long said that I did, my dream is Newcastle having a bit of an FA Cup run so I'm happy with this yeah. The situation. Yeah. And just imagine if Man City rotate for whatever reason Happy, oh, happy what? for now. Oh, happy for now.
2: for now. Well they've got to concentrate
1: on the
3: league still they do. to play for. The Champions League as well? Yeah. Uh,
2: well that may right. not be to yeah. play that may be taken out of their hands. Um of course with Manchester City. But what two teams going for uh, Champions League spots are Spurs and Manchester United they drew mm. 1-1. Um, let's get straight to Roy Keane. Um, now, people <laughs> oh very, very, very unhappy. Suggesting uh, for those outside of the UK didn't see this um, with David De Gea's uh, mistake, uh, as he mm. very much subscribed to that. And uh, I, I didn't think it was that bad, but he was saying that he would be swinging for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it
2: was not help. helpful. Yeah, but the thing is, though, the, Roy Keane has been in lockdown for a long time. Right. And think of all the stuff that's been going on that he's not been able to air on television. So I think this was just a kind of...
1: That's a man without a rumpus room. That's a man without, <laughs> a, man without a man cave and a, he a boxing the, thing. A man who needs some ASMR, yeah. yeah but he was... <laughs> getting, well, somebody <laughs> get right, in some ASMR. Stroke yeah. a little hairbrush next to him. <laughs> <In> his face.
3: <laughs> well,
1: I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. The, um... What do you that, think? That
3: rant was absolutely incredible. And yeah. it made me, made me think, actually... If you ever wondered what Jack Nicholson's character in The Shining would have been like had he made it out of the hotel alive, Uh there it was at halftime. Because he wasn't just like I would throw punches at him; he was like I would be fighting him. (laughs) And I don't know why. There's something, there's something so beautiful about saying you'd fight someone rather than that I'd I'd take a swing at him, I'd punch him. No, I would fight him. I I want him to
2: come back at me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Because fighting as well, it's you know a punch is there and done, but it's like it's. It's more than that. It's he could knock me down, but I would still, still come back because yeah. I am fighting him. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fight, a fight. <laughs> and there is going to be a winner of this fight. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's going to be me. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just, yeah, he's yeah. If, if Michael Douglas's character had sort of won in Fallen Down, right. or whatever it was called, that would be sort of spoilers in here. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: Jack Nicholson <laughs> doesn't get it out Hang of the about. hotel. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Honestly, lads. If, if, if you haven't seen films from the 1980s or early 90s, <laughs> then, then up yours. Um, E.T. goes home. Anyway, yeah. uh, but yes, I mean, I thought actually for for, for Bergwijn's goal, and I by the way, Bergwine's scoring goals is a beautiful thing. Mm. He loves scoring goals. He's so, he's so happy. More, may that continue. But um, De Gea would have wanted to do a bit better, but it was fiercely struck and it was a one-on-one, you know, blah, blah, blah. I thought actually Maguire would be more disappointed than De Gea, Pete, because caught a bit flat-footed, and that yeah. can happen with defenders. But
1: he just breezed past him. I, I, I think ultimately, for me though, De Gea has had a, a set of matches where it's not been one particular thing. Do you remember, when like David James was flappy in the nineties; he'd flap at everything. He's like yeah. flappy David James. Yeah. Ah, he will never come for anything high. Um, and, and keepers have real kind of like blind spots in the in, in, in their in their um, in some of their positioning yep. and stuff. But he seems to be rotating mm. the areas of his skill set that, that, <laughs> that seem to be kind of letting him down. to Gea like shot stopping is is the bare minimum for for, for a goalkeeper. So I, I I think it was probably more there's fault, but yeah. Maguire I mean, expensive. What do you think, it Was it a howler from De Gea? I don't think it was that bad. I mean, it shouldn't have gone in,
3: I suppose, and therefore no. it is a howler. Okay, you know, if you know what I mean. Um, Maguire was more culpable there. I don't know where he was going, mm. which is. Tough to say of an international defender. You've yeah. got to <laughs> generally think they know what they're doing. Uh-huh. Probably thinking like they're that. going for a bit of a run, but he didn't yeah. have the ball. I don't have the ball. Shit! It was like someone tapped him. You know, like this pranky play as a kid or as an adult as well. When yeah. you tap someone on the other shoulder yeah. and they turn around, it was like that. Yeah, it was a bit. And it was yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think Kiwan was right to be angry at that. I think he definitely let his um, that angry. No, okay. no. I mean, he's never he's never allowed to. He never should be that angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the yeah, I think, I think Maguire was more culpable. Bergwijn did hit it well, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as P said, De Gea's flaws seem to be so kind of well-rounded. Mm. If that's what I Yeah, I'm yeah I know say, what you mean. That it's it's almost actually he's making these mistakes, but you know, I haven't really had too much of an issue to address there because no one really knows how to target him because they're mm-hmm. so different yeah. if as you said he was flappy yeah. from crosses yeah. people would be bombing him as they did when he was mm-hmm. when he first came into the league yes. they would be trying to get really physical
1: with him that's it. a good point actually yeah if you, if you spread it, <laughs> do something shit <laughs> yeah. in a different way yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. he's got so many flaws though. Uh, he's not very really good in his right or his left as a, yeah. a left back Ooh. he did
2: make a lovely save when he tipped over the bar um, real positive though for Manchester United was Pogba coming on linking with Fernandes I mean mm. they looked fantastic together
1: well, Luke Shaw after the game gave him a testimony he was, you know, he was. Uh, he, he really made the difference, and that's how far Paul Pogba's fallen. Yeah. Luke Shaw is saying he's been brilliant. <laughs> he was brilliant in that match, Paul Pogba. Yeah, I don't think Paul Pogba's uh,
2: quality was in doubt. It was more sort of applying it, I mm. suppose. Oh no, he was great. he was one of the best players for uh, Manchester United when he came on. But when you see him like that, I mean, you just you're reminded this is a World Cup winner. He's just, a phenomenal player with ridiculous talent. Yeah. I mean, that pass when he was it Rashford he set through. It mm. reminded me. I remember in the World Cup final where he played just it was sublime. And Rio Ferdinand afterwards went, Oh, that was just naughty. Naughty. <laughs> that
0: was <laughs>
3: criminal. Well, I'm I'm a Paul Pogba apologist, so Right. <laughs> but I think to I suppose to be to be serious about him before yeah, yeah, going yeah. a bit giddy. Um a lot of the reason that United fans and I suppose impartial observers have been frustrated with Pogba mm. is that he's often tried to do too much because he's been comfortably United's Best player, mm-hmm. you know, not just midfielder, best player. So he's kind of taken it upon himself to be the guy who does what he did against Eric Dyer, where he can beat a player, yep. but also spray those kind of passes, 60, 70 yards, try and thread kind of unruly through balls mm-hmm. that, unless Rashford or Martial are playing, don't really go anywhere. because mm-hmm. They don't re- they're not really work on the same wavelength mm-hmm. as him. And I think what we saw when he came on was that he came on and saw in Bruno Fernandes, somebody he could trust, yeah. who was probably a lot, who is naturally because of the positions, a Mm -hmm. lot closer to him than Rashford and Martial. And
2: Fernandes has said, I'm looking forward to playing with you, mate. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely,
3: absolutely, yeah. Because it started to get actually the other way where United were too reliant on Fernandes.
2: Um, There was a danger of that happening.
3: Yeah, and I think now what happens, honestly, because of the pandemic, it's getting more likely that Pogba's going to stay and therefore Mm -hmm. United suddenly have kind of a midfield (laughs) axis that rivals the best of them. Mm. And, you know, granted, before we get talking about how they could you know, replicate what Liverpool and Man City have in their midfield three, they need to show that consistency working hard for a full game, not Mm -hmm. just 15, 20 minutes, wherever it was. And, Mm on Friday but um yeah I think it was, it was very encouraging you also got to remember that Spurs looked absolutely shattered yeah. by the end of it and to bring on a World Cup winner in that situation <laughs> is kind of you know, a bit of a, bit of a dream really, Yeah,
2: you know? true enough yeah I mean um yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spurs themselves Mourinho was fuming of course with both penalties was so he? This
3: is someone like yeah I was about him. to say but yeah.
2: well, the first one I mean I think we are all probably agreed it was a penalty the second one clearly wasn't and mm. there you see the benefits of VAR Pete. Yeah. but what did Mourinho say after the game, if I could remember about Bruno Fernandez, he says, "You know, well, you know, I'm from the same country as him. I know how people can uh, operate on that. <laughs> something like that,
1: you know." Jiminy cricket.
2: <laughs> he loves it, doesn't he? He's, yeah. he's one of those.
3: He is one of those people, Mourinho, that he can be offensive to his own country. Yeah, no, he, he,
2: he can do the whole job lot, can't he? Well, um, yeah. So Manchester United, look at that performance. I mean, Spurs weren't terrible. The first half, you know, they they did look okay, mm. and Kane coming back, of course, is it's very good news for them and son and so on and so forth um, the only person I feel a little bit sorry for uh, with Kane coming back and the whole, the Euros being suspended next summer was old Danny Ings who's still banging them in and he was like oh, I really thought that I might have a chance there but uh, who knows he could be the backup striker in due course but let's not talk about England just yet uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, let's move on to West Ham and Wolves 2-0 to Wolves of course uh, David Moyes could be heard um, th- see this is why ladies and gentlemen you've got to have the crowd noise off because when Pablo Fornells goes through and blazes one over like that you can hear David Moyes's pain
1: <laughs> what how do how did it manifest itself
2: I, what oh was, what was it like no well he went through and all you hear is <laughs> shoot
0: Pablo shoot <laughs> <laughs> finish finish, Hello, the finish yeah.
3: <laughs> Pablo no. there was uh, it, it reminded me of um, when Bertie Vokes was um, oh, when him. he was Scotland manager and they just lost to Germany and I think mm. they'd what is it? Was it Euro two thousand? They could have qualified for Euro two thousand. No, that
2: was yeah. Craig Brown, I think, was still in charge of Euro two thousand. It would have been. I forget votes. He was probably after, so it might have been two thousand two World Cup.
3: So he's giving this. Uh, he's giving this post match interview mm. right after, and they and they've narrowly lost, and I think it's to a penalty, and they think they mm-hmm. died. And all you can hear in the background, as Vokes is trying to give this somber somber post match interview, is Christian Daly mm. going absolutely mental or fucking bunch of fucking cheats <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bertie Vokes and the camera's on him still, it just goes, Christian, no, Christian <laughs> as if he's about to do something really unruly. And I the thought Williams that. are listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about that when <laughs> when you could just hear Morty <laughs> shouting at Pablo Fournelles. Yeah. And then he just loses all, yeah. all sense of himself at the end when he when hours blazes it over and he's like, oh.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the noise. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: he just missed the last chopper out of Saigon <laughs> oh ah. <laughs> oh dear well um, yeah I mean poor old West Ham Wolves though I mean Adama Traore just
1: to bring him on I... at like West Ham alright it, like they're a slow team anyway yeah. they are exhausted just like, and a damn do you know nah, that sinking feeling not you, you him know, you know the best horror films are like, you know get out when, when when she's going for the keys in her bag uh-huh. and then that sinking feeling the guy gets where she pulls out the keys and you realise that she's in on the uh, whole fucking thing
2: or I haven't seen that so that's a spoiler uh, <laughs>
1: alright oh, no. right. the gimp in Pulp Fiction
2: oh yeah when he, no, when yeah. he rocks up yeah I oh ex- no wasn't expected that <laughs> yeah, yeah, was exactly. he on it as well
1: <laughs> Absolutely no, disgrace a, it's just a. oh god. You, 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 your stomach just drops yeah Darth Maul's uh, lightsaber yeah there you go alright Yeah. you think it's a normal lightsaber yep. double oh no, god Yeah. he's quicker than all of us he's going to kill us Yeah. Don't, and he was
2: involved in everything don't say what happens to Darth Maul though <laughs> okay turns good opens a bakery
1: I, to be honest I can't <laughs> remember I only watched that one <laughs>
2: I want well, someone. I don't know. What yeah, I, do. I mean, that is the last thing you want as a West Ham defender. Yeah. You think, right? We've stuck in it's- here. There's okay. a lot of space between our lines and, yeah. and this I man mean, will he, exploit them. I mean, it's you, Triore, Like he sort of made a bit of a rod for his own back at this whole substitution thing. He's like, can I start? It's like, but you're so good as an impact sub, you didn't realise.
3: But he was magnificent was when he came fun. on. Yeah, he's, like, like, he's basically like, a, he was like a cheat code when he came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah have yeah, you yeah. been juicing this, this player on the yeah. beef? Like? <laughs> but that,
2: I mean, <laughs> that cross he puts into, um uh, you know, Raul Jimenez. I mean, if you're a striker, you're just like... You've done all the work. I mean, <laughs> no, no, well, that's not to take away the movement from him, and as of course does very well to shake off the defenders and and and, and heads it in. But for a, stri- a good striker like him, that is such natural movement; it is just beautiful. That's Linton
1: food. Yeah, <laughs> it, is. It, is. it is.
3: Well, that's a, that's the thing with um, Adama Traore. I suppose we've always known about his physical attributes because mm. it's obviously quite stark when you look at him because he's mm. so well built. Yeah. But whether it's Nuno Espirito Santo Santa or, or you know one of the other coaches at Wolves, but they seem to have unlock something within oh. him where technically he's just immaculate now mm-hmm. you know we've you remember him when he was at um Middlesbrough he yeah. was just he would just ride down yeah. run down blind alleys oh. and I don't know how I, I kind of really got the impression that there was a stage where he was kind of wolves were on the cusp of loaning him out maybe not getting mm-hmm. rid of him completely mm-hmm. but thinking right well this hasn't really gone as planned we spent a lot of money on him um, and then he's yeah he just flicked a switch, and the last two seasons he's yeah. been incredible. Really, obviously there was that Man Manchester City game of the Etihad where yeah. He yeah 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 really tore them apart. But yeah, that in particular it was so much more than just pace and beating a man mm-hmm. to whip in that cross, yeah. as you said. I mean, it was Becca-esque, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, Do
2: you think whoever whoever spoke to Adama Traore Do you think Manchester United is like? could whatever you said to him Can you say that to daniel james
3: <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing All isn't right. it i suppose it's kind of like how we how we talk about those two players mm. and that this is obviously going into a much broader conversation beyond mm-hmm. analyzing players but like it is interesting like a drama tori gets talked of of being mm. the quick one and daniel james is the, the young exciting live wire you yeah, know what yeah. i mean in terms of how they play whereas Adama Torre is pretty much close to the finished product now. Yeah. Has
1: Torre had, had a cap yet? I don't, he's, he's not playing the full cap. Well, because
3: there was a situation yeah. where he was going to play for Mali because I think his brother plays for Mali. Right, OK. Um, and he then, did under-17s and stuff for Spain, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think Spain I think Spain called him up and he said no, but not a kind of outright no, I think. Right. I think or Wait, he's been part of a squad. Right.
2: Okay. When is he eligible for England, I think. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: How, how many long years? Do, how long does it take Manuel <laughs> Almunia to yeah, qualify for? Yeah, that's so? right, that's right. Have, right. You seen, have you seen those stupid kind of citizenship questions? They that that give people that I couldn't aura. answer. Yeah, um, oy, oy, oy.
2: Pedro Neto's volley,
1: Peter. It was a lovely one. <laughs> oh my <laughs>
2: goodness! I mean, you'd have to be a West Ham fan or you know an Aston Villa fan, or something not to appreciate that. Just mm. yes, <laughs> that's what we watch this sport for. For crying out loud, uh, what a peach! Um, speaking of Raúl Jiménez, um, obviously scored his 14th goal in the Premier League. Did you see the quotes he said the other day? He's being linked to some of Europe's top sides. And normally, you know, player was kind of just. I'm very happy where I am. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, a little
1: bit more reserved. Oh, yeah.
2: just well, obviously I'm flattered. Flattered yeah. to be to be linked with all these clubs. He's
1: on the phone with Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the money. When,
2: uh, when he's asked about you know the size like Juventus and Manchester United and so on being linked with, he said uh, he said it's very cool. It's an incredible thing to be on the radar and on the lips of those teams. Okay, fair enough. Um, but when
1: don't um, put your lips yeah, on the radar. Okay,
2: yeah, not climate, on this. I no, um, especially not in the current climate. But mm. uh, you know, j- j- okay. Just right. You've gone as far as you can go. Yeah. Down that route. Mm. You, you, you know, you're still playing for Wolves. You're going for Champions League spots, all the rest of it. And he goes when asked if so when he was asked if uh, he would like to move to one of these sides, he replies, "Whichever one that signs me would be incredible." <laughs> he just went, "Any anyone's fine." He's got three years <laughs> left on his deal at Wolves.
1: I, I think that's a player who's 29, who's only ever done double <laughs> figures twice. Going, this is my last chance. for Yeah, the yeah, money. yeah, yeah. Oh. well, dearie me. Hello China. Well, uh, not yet. Not Come yet. I mean,
2: on, I wouldn't be.
3: Yet. I wouldn't be surprised. To be it's fair, not, I like he, he's. I mean, he's pl- he's such a delightful player. Yeah, I mean, part of me hopes he really does just stay at Wolves because it know, does yeah. seem that what
2: well, they've built there.
3: Yeah, exactly, and I suppose it's a little bit different given that George, George Mendes. Um, mm. Mm.
2: Thing. <laughs> yeah, he'll ultimately decide. <laughs> <Yeah. how laughs> but
3: but also like you know we we're kind of lost from the days of. Team being able to build something because mm-hmm. they just get picked off, yeah. and they're able to do it because they have the money to pay those players mm-hmm. if they get a bit restless. With him and as you know, Luke said, sorry, Pete, sorry,
1: that is the worst
3: insult. How about that.
2: Eh? Farewell, <laughs> right? See you later. <laughs> off he goes.
3: But as as Pete was saying, he's 29, and I do wonder if that kind of rules out a few teams from really going bigger. Teams yeah. to him. Whereas I suppose a team like Juventus, who are used to dealing with players mm-hmm. of that age, yeah. we, we wouldn't. Have any qualms about it, but yeah, I I do hope he stays because it's um, it's a joy Mm. to watch in that system.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, West West Ham are a bit of bother them, aren't they? I genuinely,
1: I I think. A lot of teams, I think Sheffield United have to be worried as well because I'm mean, not worried that they're <laughs> going to get relegated or anything but they were yeah. having a lovely old time. Yeah. First first couple of matches it could be indicative of how the rest of the season is going to go for you. Yeah. These things kind of set in. The rot sets in. The rot sets in. Um, but let's finish uh, Chaps with a little bit of Championship chat because mm. it was
2: lovely to have that back. Um, well it was for a bit until um, Fulham lost but uh, Leeds <laughs> lost to Cardiff that was a surprise yeah. and West Brom drew 0-0 at home to Birmingham City. Now West Brom would have been kicking themselves but then of course you know you'd probably take a point wouldn't you to, to um, you know on, on the ground for, for top spot and B- so on B- and B- Elsa so forth was
1: um, blaming all of the water bricks on yeah, the yeah yeah
2: reach whatever uh, it's, it's like know. an
1: inverse Jack Charlton like, <laughs> <laughs> too much water my players are too hydrated <laughs> they're bloated look at <laughs> <laughs> look like, like being dredged out of a bloody river <laughs> do
3: you think that's what happens there's so much water that you know when you have a bath for too long and your fingers get all weird
1: (laughs) happens to your football (laughs) boots your football (laughs) boots go wrinkly that inverse predators
3: (laughs) to be fair I I think the water breaks have changed things certainly
1: in the Premier League
3: they Oh, they've they, kind of totally
1: stopped teams dead, and they've yeah. they've come at the mm-hmm. right time in quotation
3: marks for the team yeah. that have been under the pump. And
1: mm-hmm. and and for me, who's I'm confused. Obviously, there's no play, there's play, there's no player names on the back. Yeah, there's millions of substitutions happening. There's what? What's happening? Yeah, there's no crowd noise. When
2: Arthur coming on? <laughs> 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 yeah, we've got to hand it to Brentford though. They beat Fulham. they did. When you go to Craven Cottage, when it's pumping like that, I'll tell you what. You wait so long. I feel for the fans. You wait so long for football to come back. Yeah bollocks
1: Mitrovic though had a full head of hair Peter he did yeah he looked good didn't he it's not unlike your you, I've, I've seen him you a hair oh he's way off me hair, he's way reckon? off me at the yeah. moment yeah way off me somebody said it had a vibe of uh, the louder turns up for five a side um, but then gets told not to come again because he's too violent <laughs> <laughs> it's that like kind of long hair kind of mullety kind yeah, of yeah. I see what you mean That's he looks great mean. though I like
2: yeah, it yeah, yeah. what about Swansea though beating Middlesbrough 3-0 Real yeah. Brewster with a double, he looks decent. Nice I, to see I, him there.
1: I, I couldn't tell whether like Borough tightened up or just Swansea just took the foot off the gas second yeah. half. I mean, either way, like Borough have to just sort well, it out and yeah. very
2: very quickly. Borough struggling very much. So, but well, I want to see Brewster because so much has been talked about this young man. You know, very interesting character as well. Getting a couple of goals and who knows, maybe next season, Fish maybe in a Liverpool shirt.
3: Yeah, you kind of forget about the players who. Who aren't at Liverpool at the moment, Mm. who are on loan. So, you know, you've got Wilson at Bournemouth and you've Mm. got Rian as well. I think Wilson, yeah. But I think they're probably benefiting actually from being a bit away from that because someone like Curtis Jones has suddenly got Mm. all the talk as the big up and coming player. (laughs) And you realise that kind of like when they all reconvene for the next real pre-season, mm. which is what, in a month away or something yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've got an incredible group of youngsters. Mm. I wonder kind of how many of them will actually make it. Do you remember like Arsenal back in the day and I suppose Chelsea later on mm. when they had so many youngsters coming through they just didn't have space for them yeah. and they just had to offload them kind mm. of bit by bit and mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see, you know, it's all the benefit for English football really isn't it? Yeah. That these players are spread and the wealth kind of goes elsewhere um, and we'll probably see that a bit with Chelsea aren't we for the back players so back-line, yeah. yeah, no, good to see Rian and, um, scoring goals you kind of you do wonder with with Brewster if there was a danger of kind of typecasting him as and there's worse things to be typecast as but but as this kind of like young mm-hmm. socially conscious individual yeah. and someone that you'd always turn to for like a soundbite or mm-hmm. especially given the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. to you'd kind of expect to see him quite prominent and so the fact that he's <laughs> as they say sticking to football yeah. it's kind of nice to see because that kind of responsibility shouldn't really fall on a kid mm-hmm. pretty, yeah. should it
2: Yeah, speaking of uh, you know people being sort of socially conscious and aware of their surroundings, were you disgusted that Nathan Redmond celebrated
3: against his old team, for (laughs) Southampton? Well, that that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Because because it kind of you out. We're going to find out how many things players do for the crowd. Yes, Yes, exactly. So in the Bundesliga, obviously they were talking about how there was so much more playing time because players don't. When they get fouled, they'll roll around and they'll get up. Yeah. They're not mm-hmm. playing up to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I
1: suppose that's a great example of they're only doing it so they don't get pelted. Yeah. Well, but speaking of, did you see the, uh, speaking of playing time, you see the, uh, the Galatasaray? Debacle. Oh, flip It, was, it. it was, I I... They had, they had a, a slim chance of mm-hmm. retaining their title. 3 2 up, going into six minutes of injury time against Gaziantep. Gaziantep? Gaziantep. Why not? Why not? Gaziantep. Um, an equaliser goes in, overhead kick, not, not a bad little goal. That mm. gets ruled out for VAR and then we head into the 11th minute of injury time at the end of the match.
2: Oh, it's so exciting when the it clock took, goes 100. Well,
1: it took such a long time to decide the, the disallowed goal. There's an the, the 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 um I think it was the keeper, uh well, uh, yeah, the keeper um conceded a 101st minute indirect free kick in the box. Um and he'd already been booked for a, for a similar uh infringement as well. Um so and then the defense conceded a penalty. Mm-hmm. 105th minute. All right. Gazantev they score and it goes to three holes it's ridiculous <laughs> and, uh, and so Galatasaray, they're not going to at that point are they close. thinking
2: right we'll have them in the second half of extra time <laughs> I don't
1: know, what? it like, was an absolute shit show. Yeah. that's unlike Turkish football to be no actually. I know right <laughs> jeez yeah
2: <laughs> oh dear well a lovely note to end on Peter I know right lovely note to end on chaos so there we are ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to uh, the football ramble uh, the football ramble is back tomorrow with another with another pumping podcast <laughs> <laughs> That's the, uh, the new tagline. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for, for listening. Vish, a bloody pleasure, my good man. Thank you for having me. PED, pleasure as always. Ta-ta. Uh, we'll see you very, very soon.
0: This was a staccano production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.